Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome, welcome, welcome once again to Motivational Moments in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins. We're here in Houston, Texas. Today is Wednesday, April 13, 2016. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today. We meet here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. Thank you guys so much for sharing and inviting. Please continue to do so. Uh, share it with your family, your friends, your coworkers, your associates, your business partners, everybody. Get them on this call so they can get fed. I'm telling you, it's so amazing what happens when everybody's on one accord. What a powerful message to start their day off. And that's exactly what we do here. And so uh, thank you guys for doing that. We ask that throughout the call, you post your notes on social media using the hashtag when dreams collide as Let's build it for your last name. Post your notes, your nuggets, your takeaways. Tag us in it. Let us see it. Let the world see it. Flood social media with positivity, things that are going to make people's lives better. Uh, and that seed will definitely come back to you. There's people looking to you for something, for a message, for a word, uh, and they're waiting on you to do it. So go ahead and make that happen today and continue to share throughout the day. Um, also, for those of you who um, – are connected to Straight Talk, Women Talk. Yesterday we released the dates and cities that we're going to be for our Straight Talk, Women Talk uh, in-part sessions. I'm telling you right now it's going to be absolutely fantastic what God is doing with the Straight Talk, Women Talk platform. If you ladies and uh, men, the women that are in your life, are not connected to Straight Talk, Women Talk, you want to make sure you guys get them connected right away, ASAP. It is amazing what God is doing um, Straight Talk Women Talk is a kingdom principle-based platform that's grounded in authenticity and truth with zero judgment, okay? So June 11th, we're going to head to New Orleans, Louisiana. August 3rd, I mean, July 23rd, we'll be in Atlanta, Georgia. August the 13th, we'll be headed on uh, here to Houston, Texas. And September 20th, we'll be headed to Chicago, Illinois. You can go to straighttalkwomentalk.com for details. Um, I haven't posted all of the locations yet and everything for all the other cities, but I just want to let you know that that's there. Tickets are now available for New Orleans. So June 11, New Orleans, myself and Minister Keisha Wilson are going to be rocking the house as well as a host of other in-part partners and sisters that are going to be there. It is going to be amazing. Seating is limited, so you want to make sure that you are in the house. Again, straighttalkwomentalk.com for details. Um, all right, folks, let's go ahead and get this call started on today. My husband's here ready to rock and roll. If you're driving, put on your earpiece, all right? Um, pull up your social media pages so you can post your in it and tag us in it. We want to see what you got from the call. Honey, come on to the line and say good morning to our VIP. Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, Stanley. Good morning, VIPs, vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Did you hear me this morning? I said, I am excited about your future. I want to talk to you from the thought this morning, just one more step. Yes, just one more step. 
The author Napoleon Hill wrote in his book, Think and Grow Rich, about a story of a man that was three feet from gold, just three, three feet, not, not three miles, not 300 yards, not three meters, but three feet from gold. After years and years of digging, after years and years of searching, after years and years of sacrificing, it came to the point where he was just three feet from gold, and he gave up. Uh, he he was three feet from gold and he quit. He was three feet from gold and he was exhausted. You know, old age wrinkles the skin, but quitting wrinkles the soul. Old age wrinkles the skin. Post it, please. Old age wrinkles the skin, but quitting wrinkles the soul. He was three feet from gold. And many of us, if we're honest with ourselves, our souls may be getting wrinkled because of all the quitting that we've done, all of the hesitation that we've made, all of the, all of the setbacks we've allowed to cause us to sit back. Don't allow your setbacks to cause you to, to sit back three feet, three feet from gold. And, and it is interesting to note that, that as you're going through this, this journey, this journey, this destination, you know, you've you got to be very careful not to have destiny discontentment. You know, destiny discontentment says, I'm going to celebrate when I get there. Destiny discontentment means I'm going to be happy when I get there. Destiny discontentment means I'm only going to have peace when I get there. It says that I'm going to be full of joy. I'm going to be full of happiness when I get there. And so all the ways through the process, I moan, I groan, I postpone my happiness, I postpone my joy, I postpone my peace until I get to a certain place. And isn't it interesting that even when you get to that certain place, you're still not happy. You still have no joy. You still have no peace because you have postponed your peace. You've postponed your joy. You've postponed your happiness for a destiny, but you didn't celebrate along the way. Just one more step. Could you imagine giving account for all of the times that you stepped backwards? <laughs> you know, isn't it interesting? One day you could be so full of faith, and the next day you're so consumed with fear. You've, you've stepped backwards. And, and many of us, if we're truthful, we haven't stepped backwards. We've just sat down. <laughs> we've sat down. We've laid up on the side of the road. We're acting as if we're still in the game. We're acting as though that we're still fighting. But Steve Duckinson said it best. He said, life is a fight-toric. The moment you stop fighting for what you want, what it is that you don't want automatically takes over. Life is a fight for territory. The moment you stop fighting for what you want, what it is that you don't want automatically takes, takes over. Many of us, we've allowed things to take over us because we weren't willing to take just one more step. One of my favorite stories in Scripture is about the lady with the issue of blood because I just think it's such a powerful story. There's so many idioms. There's so many messages that you can extrapolate from the, from the story and apply to the context of your life and contemporize it so that you can draw strength from it. Because there can be no strength without struggle. There can be no gain without pain. There can be no 
rainbow without the rain. There could be absolutely none of these things without you taking just one more step. It's interesting that we don't even know the woman's name. <laughs> we, we, we never get an account of the woman's name. Can I suggest to you that they may not know your name, but they still know your next. You may not know my name, but you, you still know I'm next. Why? Because I'm willing to take just one more step. A lot of times you hear us talk about the story, or you may have heard the story thousands and thousands of times. It was this woman that had been suffering from this issue. See, you must suffer even while you save. <laughs> you must lead even while you bleed. Yes. You must, you must help even while you hurt. That is, that is the mental of leadership. Just one more step. But, but we hear about the story of this woman. She's suffering from this issue of blood, and she, she's been suffering for, for years, 12 years. You know, the story, the story writer says, it's been years. What have you been suffering from for years? If you're, if you're really truthful, we know that once we get to these, these certain battles in life, some of these certain sufferings in life, that, that your hope is robbed from you. You, you, you. you begin to lose all hope, and when all hope is gone, you won't take just one more step. But it's amazing. We talk about the story and we talk about how this woman, who we never, we never get a name, but her story still shows up in the history books of life. <laughs> you don't know her name. You don't know her background. You, know, you don't know her pedigree. You don't know her affluence. You do not know her influence, but you still know her story. See, the people that are going to be impacted by your glory may not know your full story. They may not know your name, but they will know your next because in this season you are too anointed to remain anonymous. But here she is. We talk about this story, and she gets the information about, um, she gets the information about you know, who, who, who's on, on the way. And, you know, we don't know at this time, obviously, that there's, there's no text blast messages, there's no Facebook, there's no Instagram, there's no YouTube. But we don't, even, we don't even pause to discover why and how she heard about the answer to her problem. But she did get the answer. See, see God will get it to you if he can get it through you. But he gave her the answer, and here she is. We talk about that. We, we even talk about how she got the revelation that, oh, this is not my final destination. If the situation I'm in does not resemble the destination, then all I need is a fresh revelation to move me into the vehicle of transportation to get me to my destination. And so we talk about that, and so now she moves out of the bed. See, sometimes you've got to get out of the bed. You've got to get out of the place that has robbed you of your life. You've got to get away from the people that will cause you to stay right where you are, the people that make it comfortable for you to be broke, the people that make it comfortable for you to be broken, evil-spirited, a gossiper, mean. You've got to get away from the people that make it comfortable for you to simply exist and never live. But she gets up. It doesn't say anybody helps her up. Sometimes you've got to help yourself. It's not my mom. It's not my daddy. It's me, oh, Lord, standing 
in the need of prayer. Nobody helps her. Nobody. There's there's no there's no reference that anybody's there to undergird. There's no reference that anybody's interceding. There's no reference that anybody's praying. Sometimes you got to pray for yourself. It was the psalmist David that said, "I encourage uh, my, myself. I've, I've encouraged myself." You ain't got to clap for me. I'll clap by my daggone self. You you don't have to celebrate me, baby. I get in the mirror and celebrate myself. Just one more step. And here she is now. We talk about how she, she reached to her destination. We talk about how she stretched forth her hand and didn't touch him, but she touched the him. Did you hear me? She didn't even touch him. She simply touched the him. And she was made whole. We talk about that, and everybody gets excited. Oh, I'm going to touch the hem, and I'm going to be made whole. But the hem is the dirtiest place on him because it's dragging past all of the dirt. But that's not what I want to get you to shout on this moment. The thing that really got me was the truth that this woman, in her condition, was willing to get out of the bed, get out of the house, and take one, <laughs> just one more step. Can you see her? Bent over, nobody around her, but she's willing to take one more step. I'm sure that this was not around the corner. This was not a gas station run. I'm sure she had to walk for miles, and she didn't have on any headphones. She didn't have on no Adidas tracksuit. She didn't have on no shoes that were good for her feet. This woman is walking, and I can, I can hear her encouraging herself because she's seen the destiny. She's heard about him, and, and she's just saying, just take one more step. I can imagine that she's probably getting thirsty. She's tired, and, and she feels like quitting like everybody else. It'd probably be easier in a shorter distance to turn back and go sit down right where she started and say, I just died. But I can hear her saying, just one more step. And here she is. There's nobody celebrating. There's no rose petals being thrown on her feet. There's nobody encouraging her. There's nobody saying you're almost there. There's nobody saying there it is. There's nobody saying, hey, take my hand, get in my car, get on my back. Nobody's saying nothing. And there it is. It's just quiet. And it's her and her conviction. It's her and her commitment. It's her and her decision. It's her and the vision saying just, One more step. And I'm telling you this morning, <laughs> nobody's there. I know how it feels to have people all around you and still feel alone. I know how it feels when the ones that you thought would encourage you are discouraging you. I know how it feels when you think that you're, you're, you're going to just die in that situation. I showed up this morning to tell you. Just one more step. Just one more step. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 8 says, The end of a thing is better than its beginning. The patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. The end of the thing is better than the beginning. So even if it's good right now, greater is coming. The, the end of where you are is going to be better than where you are right now. You just got to keep taking the steps. You just got to keep moving forward. Be impatient in the spirit versus proud. And, and negative and mad and boastful in the spirit. Instead of complaining, 
about what's not happening. Focus on what you want to happen, what you are expecting to happen. The reason why she was healed, it was because of her faith. It was because of her expectation. She felt her expectation in her mind that she said in her heart was that if I just touch the hem, I'm going to be healed. So she set the proper expectation. She, she was patient enough to, to do the work that was required to receive that which she expected. We just got to do the same. We just got to be patient about the process and keep taking the steps, keep walking, understand that the end of it is going to be much better than the beginning. You heard the song, it ain't over. So God says it's over. It's not over until you win. So if you haven't won yet, you need to keep stepping. You need to keep walking. You need to keep moving. You need to keep doing. There, there's more work to be done. You, you know when your work is complete in an area and when it's not. You know the book that you've been working on for the last 10 years. Yeah, that one that you haven't even thought about in the last three months. That one. Time to pick up your pen again. Time, time to open up your laptop again and get to typing. It's time to, to, to begin to take those steps. Let your fingers stroke those keys on the keyboard. Let, let, your, let your pen glide across that page. It's, it's time for you to take those steps and just complete the assignment, c- c- complete the work. He that began a good thing is faithful to deliver. But you, you have to participate in your own rescue. You have to participate in your process. He's not going to make it happen without you because you are necessary to it happening. So all we got to do is just say, you know what? All right, listen, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be patient, and I'm just going to do the work. Whoever, whoever God has assigned to you, he's going to make sure they get to you because he's going to find you where he's assigned you. And if you're not where he expects you to be, has told you to be, then, then you can't expect the blessing to meet you there. He's going, he's patient. You, you don't have, you can't, we cannot wear out God. He doesn't need a nap in the middle of the day to get his energy up to deal with us and our issues and our problems. He doesn't need that. He's omnipotent. He has all power. He's omniscient. He knows all things already. And he's omnipresent, so he's everywhere. So, so he's, he's everything at all times anyway. So there's nothing that we could do to change him. What he's attempting to do is get us to believe in him enough so that we do what's required so he can change our hearts, so, so we can participate in the change that we must experience, the change that we must encounter to get to what it is that he's promised us. But it's not going to happen just laying on the, on, the, on the floor or just laying in a bed sucking in your sorrows, mad at the world, angry, depressed, emotional, blaming everybody. That's, that's not going to change anything. You can't stop what God has started. Nobody can stop what God has started. So the work that he has started in you is going to get complete. You can either do it by choice or by force. Meaning, okay, I'm going to participate, I'm going to do what's required, I'm going to take these steps, that's choice. By force is something uh, drastic happening in your life to shake you, wake you up, give you that conscious interrupt, say, oh, let me stop tripping. Don't, don't let it get that far. Let's be proactive instead of reactive. Don't let it get to the point where, you know, you're like, everything is happening, it has to be this big meteor 
explosion that lands in your backyard and a bird fall on your chin for you to know, oh, this is the Lord. No, man, come on now. You don't need all them signs. You don't need all that. That's crazy. The only thing you need is to trust the process, believe in God, and just keep doing the work. Whatever you're working on, whatever projects you're working on, whatever vision you are pursuing, if God has put it in your heart, then he's going to make it happen. Because when he gave you the vision, he also gave you permission to execute it. So you don't need to wait on anything or anyone else. You just need to do. Take each step, one day at a time. The scripture tells us in Romans 8 and 5, it says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit to see, see the things of the spirit. Listen, if, if wanting to quit, wanting to give up, wanting to stop, that's your flesh. That's, 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 the, that's the flesh telling your mind, no, I'm tired. I don't feel like it. It's not going to happen. It's not even close. You know, the contract fell through. The deal fell through. A business partner tripping, you know, my, my other partners won't cooperate. Nobody's pulling their whole weight. It's a wrap. I'm done. No. That's, that's, don't listen to your flesh. Your flesh is going to lie to you, get you in a lot of trouble. Listen to your spirit. Live by the spirit. The spirit of the Lord. What, what is your spirit saying? Pray. And say, Lord, please reveal to me my next step. Please, please reveal to me the distance that I have to go. So, so mentally I know what type of endurance to tap into, well, what level to, to, to tap into. Give me something, Jesus. Give me something, Lord. But even while you're waiting on that something, you still got to step. That's what faith is, taking the first step, even if you don't know, if you can't see the staircase. Even if you can't see where you're going, it's pitch black. There's no light. You don't know what's around you, in front of you, back you, behind you. You don't even know if you're on the edge of a cliff or not. But faith is taking that step. And even if you are on the edge of the cliff, the fact that you took the step, God is going to make sure that there's something there to embrace your step. With every step you take, he's going to make sure that there's something there to embrace your step, to keep you going forward to the next level. Just one more step, ladies and gentlemen. One more step. Honey? That's what I always say when I'm ready to quit. Just one more step. Every time I'm ready to lay down, just one more step. And I'll be candid. I've laid down sometimes. <laughs> but I'll remember just one more step. See, you remembered because of your conviction, not your convenience. I know it wasn't convenient for her to take those steps. But because she was willing to take those steps, thousands of years later, we can still draw strength from her story. Your decision to take the steps gives permission for others to draw strength from your story. There's strength in your story if you take just one more step. God bless you. God bless your family. And God most certainly bless your dreams.